Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Kaya Moynihan. It's Friday, October 28th, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Plus, we'll talk to a TikTok star who's made herself famous for being a stay-at-home girlfriend. I get a monthly girlfriend allowance, and then I also keep some of his cards. You know, you never know. I'm known for overspending. But first, here's the latest. The $44 million deal is finally done. Elon Musk now owns Twitter, and he's already fired several top execs before the ink is even dry. His first action as head of one of the most powerful social media companies was to give the former CEO, Parag Agrawal, the boot, along with the chief financial officer. Bloomberg reports that Musk is planning on naming himself CEO for now, and he's considering an end to content moderation and permanent bans. This means Donald Trump could be back on the platform within days. Amazon is the latest tech company to take a hit on the markets after the company projected lower sales than expected this shopping season. The news shook investors and Amazon shares dropped 13% to $96 in pre-market trading. Amazon saw major growth during the pandemic as people's lives shifted online. But this year, the company is struggling to grow, thanks in part to inflation and fears of a recession. It's been a terrible week for most tech companies, but not Apple. Yesterday, the world's most valuable company reported record revenue in its full-year earnings release, thanks to strong demand for iPhones. But the numbers weren't as great as expected for its services like Apple TV Plus and Apple Music. The company doesn't want to rely on strong iPhone sales every year, so it's committed to growing its subscription-based products. The company announced price increases for TV and music earlier this week. In another legal loss for Donald Trump, a federal appeals court has denied the former president's request to hold off the release of his tax returns. This means the House Ways and Means Committee could see his highly guarded taxes as early as next week. But Trump might appeal one more time all the way to the Supreme Court. And if the justices take the case, it most likely won't be resolved until after the midterms, if not next year. A new fine dining restaurant has opened in San Francisco and it has a delicious, unique menu. Chicken skin waffles, filet mignon steak tartare with a quail egg. The catch? Everything on the menu is for dogs. Yep. Dog is perhaps the first restaurant geared towards your fur babies and it will cost you $75 per pub. The tasting menu features several courses and it comes with a mimosa for owners. Dog has been criticized as the city deals with gentrification and massive income inequality. But the restaurant's owner and chef says it's a popular spot for pet lovers. And the dogs are giving it two paws up. Make sure to check back in at the end of your day so you can be up to date with the latest news. And hey, if you like what you hear, give us a rating and review. And as always, thanks for listening. A man who dragged a Capitol Police officer into the mob during the January 6th insurrection has been sentenced to over seven years in prison. Officer Michael Fanone's body cam footage showed Albuquerque Head, that's his name, going up to him and telling Fanone, I'm going to get you out of here. But then Head yells, I got one, before throwing the officer into a mob where he was beaten unconscious. Head pleaded guilty in May. The judge told Head that Fanone, quote, was your prey, he was your trophy. Nevada's Supreme Court has stopped a controversial hand count of early votes following a lawsuit from the ACLU. 
The suit says early votes in rural Nye County were being counted in a way that may have made the results public before election day. An AP observer described a painstakingly slow counting process. At one point, it took a group of poll workers three hours to count 50 votes. Widespread mistrust of the electoral process fueled the efforts in this heavily pro-Trump county. Last year, NASA picked up major seismic activity on Mars, kind of like a Mars quake. But it didn't know what had caused it until it put together data from two NASA spacecraft, one on the surface and the other in orbit. Turns out two huge meteors struck the Martian surface, causing the biggest tremors since NASA began studying the red planet. NASA reported the discovery yesterday in the journal Science. The impact craters were huge, one deep enough to send boulders of ice flying to the surface, which may provide clues to natural resources on Mars. Uber is rolling out some changes in the hopes that it will lead to a safer experience for drivers and riders. One involves the app's GPS-based directions. The app will now recommend fewer left turns. Why? Well, data from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says left turns cause more accidents. The ride-hailing company will also be upping surveillance during rides by allowing some drivers to submit audio and video from their phones. The effort is aimed at reducing bad behaviour. The Houston Astros and Philadelphia Phillies meet in Texas for Game 1 of the World Series tonight. And if you like a good underdog story, you should be following baseball. The Astros are, well, they're the Astros, and nobody needs reminding that they got caught cheating in 2017. But the scandal couldn't stop their dominance, and they entered the World Series undefeated in the playoffs. The Phillies? Nobody even expected them to be there. They were the last team to make it into the postseason. But they've dazzled the National League's best pitching shutouts and out-hitting their opponents. We've all heard of stay-at-home mums, but there's a new term popping up on social media that's causing a lot of controversy. Stay-at-home girlfriends. These are women who date men who make enough to financially support both of them and flaunt their seemingly cushy lives on TikTok. But people on social media are calling these women anti-feminist and sugar babies. Zoe Ray is a self-described stay-at-home girlfriend who posts about her life on social media. We're talking where to meet men that'll make you stay-at-home girlfriends, stay-at-home wives. If you don't want any of that, guys that'll at least spend the bag on you and give you some coin, okay? She's here to tell us all about it. Thank you so much for having me. Hi. First, can you tell me a little bit about you and your boyfriend? Um, how How did you guys meet? So we met through an acquaintance and yeah, we, he was helping me with some business ideas and we ended up just having some cocktails. It ended up being a whole two hour meeting. Then we ended up, you know, going on more and more dates and it happened pretty quickly. So we've been together for about two years. It was our anniversary yesterday. Congratulations. Thanks. Thank you. So we made it to two years finally. Um, and we're currently both living in the north of Johannesburg in South Africa. And currently he's working as a VP in a fintech company. Can you tell me a little bit about your financial arrangement with your boyfriend? Um, do you do you live together? Does he pay all the rent and the bills, etc.? How how does that work? Yeah. Okay. So he pretty much does pay for everything, and then I get a monthly girlfriend allowance. So it's very sophisticated. We have a whole Excel sheet, you know, Google Sheets, um, where I kind of just mention all the things that you know I want to spend some of my money on. And then I also keep some of his cards. You know, you never know. I'm known for overspending. Um, Funny story, the last time we just... So in South Africa, we have this sort of like prepaid electricity type of thing. So that's the system we're on now. 
And so I had a bit of an issue and he was not here. And someone was asking me, like, don't you know anything about the electricity in your house? I don't really pay for this bill, so I don't know how you're going to help me. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I don't know. It's got nothing to do with me. Why are you asking me? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you about the groceries and I can tell you, like, when my help is going to come clean up a bit. Many people think you're mooching or living off your boyfriend's success. But you do have some financial independence, right? I mean, I've had a business before I met him, so it's quite peculiar that people think I'm a moocher. Um, But yeah, it's very important for me to have my own financial security. It might look a bit different once we're married and have children. But for the meantime, I'm I'm enjoying my business. It doesn't take up too much of my time. I can still travel and be a full-time stay-at-home girlfriend. So yeah, I'm happy with that. But yeah, lots of people think I'm a sponge, for sure. I suppose you you might have said previously you operate in a in a grey area, I guess. You don't mooch off your boyfriend, but you also don't have this full-time gig or lots of side hustles. Why do you think this grey area is important for people to understand? People are very, usually black and white thinkers. You know, you're either working the job or you're the full-time mom. So it's, I'm trying to just show people that, hey, you can sort of have a little bit of everything and make your life look the way you want it to in the long run. Because I feel like there's so much pressure on us to have it all at once, whereas you can have little pieces of everything at once. You know, you can't just have the whole cake. Why not have a little bit of the vanilla and yeah, that's fine. (laughs) A lot of listeners out there are probably wondering, how is this actually any different to a sugar daddy, sugar baby situation? From what I understand, It is a younger woman with a much older established man who is financing her lifestyle in exchange for her youth, essentially, and her affection. So you could say that. I mean, we sometimes joke that, hey, ha, 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 you know, people definitely see you as my sugar daddy. But I'm slightly older than my boyfriend. So the plan was for me to always be a stay-at-home wife. It just sort of happened before that time, the the wifey time. The wifey time. The wifey time. Yeah. Yeah. Wifey time is coming. It clearly works for you guys. So, you know, whatever works for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People say what you're doing is anti-feminist and reinforces traditional gender roles. What would you say in response to those people? I'm going to be brave and say that is true. I've always been a traditional person um, and have traditional family values just from where I've grown up. So it is a bit of like a shock for me for women to just be like, you know, we're more independent and we need to work more and we need more CEO positions. I've just been like, I'm not looking for an 80-hour work week. Excuse me. No. So a lot of people frown upon us having my boyfriend as the head of household and me handling the feminine part of the relationship. But I'm really sorry they feel that way, but I've also got to be true to myself. And yeah, this works really well for us. Fair response, fair response. Thank you, Zoe. You can find Zoe Ray at Truly Zoe on TikTok. Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. The Refresh from Insider is produced by Frank Alito, Grace Eliza Goodwin, and us, Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Kaya Moynihan. In for Dave Smith, who will be back next week. Rob Gunther is our senior producer. Kerry Donahue is our executive producer. And Andy Bowers is the head of audio at Insider. We also had help this week from Dan Gooding. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful weekend.